The Bible says, Get wisdom, and with all thy gettings, get understanding. Welcome to Learnable Podcast. This is a place where everyday people study the Bible for themselves and transfer its treasures to the next generation. Damsel writes, hosts this podcast. She is a firm believer of digging deep into the Bible for yourself and transferring its treasures to children. She is also a lover of chocolate cake. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord, thank you for an opportunity to know you through your words. Speak to our hearts, we pray. Amen. Today we'll be looking at the Songs of Solomon chapter 5. Songs of Solomon is a book of the Bible you come across at wedding ceremonies. A phrase from this book is almost incorporated into most church wedding services. The book describes the joy and mutuality, beauty and power, agony and ecstasy of human sexual love. It speaks of marriage as it ought to be. The setting of the Songs of Solomon gives recognition to married love. It declares the sacredness of the marital relationship and that marriage is a God-given institution. It shows us what real love is. It talks of its beauty, power, agony, ecstasy and its eternal quality of true love. Today we see a lot of sexualization which has no form or knowledge of true love. This book talks about the beautiful intimacy of marital love between a man and a woman from courtship to marriage. Allegorical, the communion of Jesus Christ the Redeemer and the individual believer. The whole of the book of Songs of Solomon is a poem. In this study, the tools we will use are who, what, when, where and how to, what does it mean to and how does it apply to me today too. So let's dig in and turn the Bible to Songs of Solomon chapter 5. Who, what, when, where and how to. We continue to see the characters in this poem. The beloved, the lover, the watchman, and the daughters of Jerusalem. Here, the couple celebrate the sexual intimacy within the bounds of marriage. There seems to be a miscommunication between the couple. The lover seeks to re-establish this communication. The lover searches for the beloved. The lover meets the watchman during the search, but rather than offer their security and guidance to the lover, they beat up the lover. The lover is not dissuaded or discouraged. The lover continues the search for the beloved. The lover is so questioned by the daughters of Zion or the daughters of Jerusalem. Why her beloved and the love they share so better than others? She describes her beloved from head to toe, not only the physical endowment but also the essence. The lover concludes that they were lovers and friends. Now, Using the what does it mean to? This piece of poetry can be interpreted as going within a marriage as it typifies what the individual Christian's journey with Christ the Redeemer. Looking at it from the married couple's journey, it shows the intimacy in marriage and how communication breakdown can put the couple out of sync with each other. And while they try to achieve a sync in their communication, Outside influence might not be so positive to the goal of resyncing communication between the couple. 
Just like the watchman that should have guided were not helpful, or the friend that should have encouraged were actually challenging the uniqueness of the couple's journey, so the couple must strive for their communication to be in sync with each other at all times. The lover states clearly that their love goes beyond the physical and the erotic. They were both lovers and friends, which is why it is often said that there is nothing better in marriage than having someone as your partner, your lover, and your best friend, which is why we hear much often that friendship in marriage is important. This song also speaks allegorical of Christ and the individual believer or the individual Christian. The intimacy of the individual Christian with the Redeemer is paramount. The individual Christian must know of and about the Redeemer by themselves. The individual Christian must have a relationship with Jesus Christ the Redeemer. And when there is a break in communication, the individual Christian must seek his or a Redeemer. Even when those around them seem unhelpful or discouraging, the individual Christian must press on in their search to be connected to Jesus Christ the Redeemer. Why is your Redeemer better than anyone else? This is a question that people generally ask Christians. Why do you say Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life? I see this allegory clearly here. Like the lover, the individual Christian should be able to describe the Redeemer. This links to Paul's writing in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, that the individual Christian should know the word of truth, which tantamounts to the individual Christian knowing the Redeemer. Well, how does it apply to you and me today? Though a romantic poem, there are lessons to be drawn out. As an individual Christian, my relationship with Jesus Christ, my Redeemer, is my own personal responsibility, as it is your own personal responsibility. And I can improve the relationship by knowing my Redeemer through the word of truth and communication in prayer. This I see as the lifeline of the individual believer. I have also learned the uniqueness of each couple. One married couple's journey is definitely different from the other. And the lifeline of the married couple is lover, friendship, and communication with each other. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. We would love for you to also dig deeper into your study of the Bible. So, we have put together a free Bible study guide, which is tailored for everyday people just like you. To get a copy, all you have to do is go to damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and that is damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and download your own copy. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, share with a friend and remember to leave a rating. Five stars are our favorite type. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day. And we'll see you in the next episode. Shalom.